Breaking it down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. I'd like to welcome everyone back to Ransom Notes. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Kathy Ransom here to share her thoughts, her beautiful thoughts. The author of Ransom Notes and author of of uh, many Ransom Notes each and every week. You get them. And uh, just a, a wonderful, she has taken a word that used to just stand for kidnapping and, and what the, uh, the, the criminals would do. And she's turned, in my mind, she's turned it into a positive like she does with every other thing she touches or every word that she hears. She eventually turns it into something beautiful. And she does the Lord's work through her words. And whether it's writing or here speaking, she's the subject of a documentary and she is the host of our show each and every week, Ransom Notes. Kathy Ransom, how are you? I'm just fine, Frank. It's a, a gorgeous day and life is good. I'm well, have not had the virus, COVID, so I have lots of things for which to be happy. But I got a question for you. Yes. I know you're a, you're a bird lover or at least you know about birds. Do do you know what a field fares, and I'm going to spell it for you, F-I-E-L-D-F-A-R-E-S. Do you know what kind of a bird a field fares, it's all one word, is? Wow. You ever heard of it? I don't. How, how are you spelling the last word of that? <clears throat> fares? F-A-R-E-S. It's all one word. Field, just like a field. And then it's fares like you would pay on a, if you you got on the bus or something, you know. A bus fare, right. 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 Well, I was, I was reading this book or I'm reading this book for the mystery group that I'm a part of. And we read a book each month and then we discuss it. I'm really enjoying it. It was written by a Polish author, and I'm not going to try and pronounce her name. Her first name is Olga, but I can't pronounce the uh, the, the Polish part of it because it's got too many Z's and C's and K's in it. But it's entitled Drive Your Plow Over the Bones of the Dead. It's a mystery story. But in it, right, smack dab in the middle, she starts talking about these field fairs, and so I had to do a little research because I was fascinated by what they how they respond and do they are a kind of a thrush and i think at least in our part of the world i think we have something like a brown thrush it's a bird i think of it as about the size of a robin uh when i think of a thrush uh, you, you know i'm not a i'm not a bird expert but you know it's not a it's not a huge bird and they live in most of this, this field fairs apparently lives mostly in Eastern Europe, or in, of which Poland is a part of that uh, collection of the world. And she's talking about it, and she's out on one of her walks in the book, and she suddenly spots this swarm, huge swarm of field fairs that apparently make a sort of uh, big swooping kinds of motions in the in the air, and then she tells why they do this. Apparently, sometimes there are hawks that want to come down and eat the baby field fares, the baby thrush. That makes Mama and Papa not happy, mm. as you would sort of think if somebody came in and wanted to take your babies. Right. So. 
these thrushes then make a noise, all the neighboring thrushes join in, and apparently they sort of gather in groups. One place I was reading on Google is that they maybe uh, as small a group as 12, up to there may be hundreds that have collected together. So this hawk comes down and is get, trying to get ready to, to eat up the little babies. But the thrush makes some kind of a sound. Neighboring birds swoop in to help. And then they start flying over this hawk. And then they do the nastiest little thing. What is the nastiest thing a little bird could do? Or a thousand little birds. They poop. Oh right? Oh, <laughs> yes. I think there are probably better words, but poop right. just works. That I think works. probably probably everybody understands that. And all of these little white spots come down right on top of the hawk. The hawk then has to stop pestering the little birds because it can't move its wings. It can't move. Evidently, the excrement, I, I probably haven't said it quite rightly, uh, from the birds interacts with the feathers of the hawk, making it unable to fly. So then it sits on the ground. It may hop, uh, hop a ways. I don't know. It doesn't necessarily have to stay right at that little spot. And it tries for a day, sometimes two days, to get all of this stuff off of its wings because it can't fly and it sticks. And sometimes they just die right outright. Wow. But this group of thrush immobilized the hawk by this crazy little way. They get revenge. They soar over. It must have been beautiful to watch the soaring. They drop their little stink bombs down. <laughs> the oppressor is oppressed, and they can't do anything more. The hawk has to land. It doesn't sleep during this amount of time. It can't eat because it can't get to food. Other hawks, just the, the thrush, all got together and helped each other. The other hawks stay away from it because it sort of stinks, I guess. So they don't want to get near the polluted bird. Well, they don't want to and, get that same thing done to them. Well, that's probably part of it. So, uh, but... The, the thing that is interesting to me as I read about it, and I found it quite fascinating, and I went to Google to look up some more about it because I really was sort of interested in these crazy birds. Uh, but, uh, one, one person said that they, these field fairs frolic. I thought, well, that's a nice F phrase, field fairs frolic, uh, performing. Because after they've done it, then they celebrate, and then that's when they swoop all over the sky because they've done the work. But they worked as a team, Frank. T-E-A-M. That's how we have to sometimes be in life. Whether it's a Christian life or a regular life, we can't always be the loner. We ha sometimes we have to have help from others. We need to have a family around us, a church family, a biological family, to raise children, to raise each other, to help each other when we're seniors and we need support. When we... Uh, begin to get weak when we, people perhaps who are financially in trouble, people who have made errors in their life and need a support team to get back in, in, in the right way. 
we have to learn to reach out as a team, coordinate, and help each other. Lone Rangers are going to have a real, real tough time. And I don't know, do you, have you ever had to have family help you, or have you had to turn and try to help family? Is, is that part of your existence? Yeah, I, I think no question. And I think uh, so often when you, when you uh, uh, feel threatened, as, uh, you know, as the uh, uh, failed fairs did in this, uh, in, in this very you know, unique case here, uh, you, know, you, you do what the pioneers used to call circling the wagons. And, oh yeah, right. That's good. When the Native Americans uh, would uh, would be around, they'd say, "Okay, circle the wagons," and that means all the friends, all the pioneers. They got together and they they put one giant circle, and they would fight off the attacks coming from uh, you know from from the Native Americans, the Indians that um, that are that saw the the settlers as uh, as uh, enemies. And in some ways, that's what the the field fairs uh, were doing. They were circling the wagons. Well, what do they what do they do? The hawk is much bigger than them. They can't they can't attack the hawk. They don't have the the talons that a hawk has, and they don't have they don't have a sharp enough beak maybe to kill the hawk and whatever. And they thought of something, you know. And I don't know. Do you think of that if you're a bird, or you you uh, reacted? You uh, you came up with a a way the Lord gave them a way to protect themselves, and it's very funny. And some people might say it's gross or it's whatever, but this is life and death. And they're protecting their youngs, their family, and uh, and, and their young uh, field fairs. And they circle the wagons, and this is what they came up with, which is, uh, you know, Lord, just keep keep up the beautiful work, even when they're pooping. You you come up with an amazing, <laughs> an amazing way for us. The, the habitants of this great creation of yours, Earth, uh, and, and life, the, the livers of life, to, to live just a little bit longer. Just amazing. I, and that's, that's the Lord in action. Yeah, isn't it amazing that he seemed to give every, uh, every species of life, whether it's a, a whale, uh, a giraffe, a hawk, a thrush, a human being, he gives each of us of these creations different ways but he gives us each some way to help protect ourselves and that doesn't say you're going to always win because sometimes uh, evil takes over or a bigger group happens or you didn't get the hundred hawk a hundred uh, thrush to come in quickly enough to help take care of the hawk but the lord did give us each some way and it's those ways are very very different I think we can transpose that to humans, <clears throat> but there are a great many ways that we can help and, and try to, to help each other. My way to help may not be to help build a house for a family that lost everything in a fire but had no insurance. It may take a group of men or younger people to, to create that home, but my role might be to bring food or my role might be to help pay for some of that uh we each have different roles but there are ways that i can help people in trouble and people can help me when i'm in trouble so i am just so thankful that the lord gives us a brain 
gives us abilities and somehow created us each in different ways. So I can't even imagine those birds. I mean, when I, when I read about what those birds do as they flew over that hawk, I just had to laugh. And yet somehow instinctively they knew that that was the way to help out. Well, I've got a, I've got a message from Noah's Ark. And this is not going to be really, really serious, even though Noah's Ark was a great uh, incident that happened. But uh, this is a little piece I found in a book called Laughter Never Gets Old. And it's called uh, Lessons and Everything You Need to Know I Learned from Noah's Ark. So you can, so first of all, you don't want to miss the boat. Because as you well know, you had had to swim for 40 days. You need to plan ahead. It wasn't raining when Noah started to build the ark. Mm. Isn't that interesting? Stay fit. When you're 60 years old, someone may ask you to do something really big. Because if you remember, Noah was at least 60, if not older, when he was asked and told by God. I I, I think he really was. The author of this put in 60, and I didn't really look it up. But it certainly shows that older people, we do need to stay fit. In fact, as I did my 20 minutes of exercise in front of the TV this morning so I could sort of semi-keep fit. Um, Build your future on high ground. You know, there's a hidden message in that. That's, of course, where Mount Ararat, where the uh, ark eventually landed. But there is something, figuratively speaking, that if we build our life on noble thoughts and things that are high, we're probably going to survive and be a better servant. Uh, and this one I like. For safety's sake, travel in pairs. Of course, many of the animals there were two of, some of them there were more of. Speed isn't always an advantage. The snails were on board with the cheetahs, <laughs> which, which I thought was funny. When you're, when you're stressed, float a while. Cool it, I guess. Chill, chill out. And then the last one I want to share is, remember, the ark was built by amateurs, the Titanic by professionals. Wow. Oh, wow. Isn't that one good? Amazing. Anyway, that's my words of wisdom for the day, kiddo. Kathy, just absolutely wonderful. As always, you never know where you're going. But uh, but birds, yeah, bird. Wow, what a what a great story! What a a great example of the Lord, and you know, and it doesn't always have to be. We don't always have to be dead serious here to appreciate the Lord, the message of faith across. But I I hope everyone, I hope everyone is keeping their faith and uh, and and are encouraging others to to follow a faith based life. It's uh, it it could be very very lonely if you don't believe in something and you don't believe in the lord and you know sometimes people lose it for for different reasons but you give us a a reason every week kathy where we should believe and and why we have to believe and 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 love the lord uh frank mckay signing off you've been listening to ransom notes kathy ransom and frank mckay uh wishing everyone a wonderful week ahead and we will see you all next time on ransom notes you've been listening to breaking it down with frank mckay the most intriguing talk in talk radio